Blog Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I'm super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up, it's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up, keep your faith in the Lord, and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it, you keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it, you ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it, now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denar era, I'm making they life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P, Pam, known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. Waiting to fest. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and they ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We gotta do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. Come a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. It's incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, the Tony Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believers. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference, the recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the nth degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information. From around the globe, east to west, it's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT, super fantastic family. Today is Friday, August the 5th, 2022. Raven98 here, along with... Hey, Tony, that's your cue. Maybe we're having the technical difficulties. Let's see here. Hey, Tony, you're on. One moment, everyone, while we overcome the technical challenge. Hmm. We'll straighten it out in a moment. We clearly have um, an issue. I'll be right back. You guys stand by. Great balls of fire. 
Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> You're on. All right. Good morning, TNT. Yeah, I was on phone call. So, uh, all right. Uh, what's going on here? Let me see. All right. I just said that message. All right, guys. Not a big change. It's Friday. Mostly what we expected, what we talked about. Um, I don't know why, for the life of me. And believe me, I'm trying to understand it myself. They tell these people something is going to happen at midnight or after the sun goes down. And I tell you guys, I didn't believe it because I didn't believe it. And, and it's just ridiculous. I don't know why they get their hopes up like that, knowing that nothing's going to happen. Because I didn't think anything was going to happen. But what's the good news? Good news is uh, Sadari is going to meet with the framework now. Well, at least Amiri. Actually, they're meeting right now. They said they're going to meet in 72 hours. But then Sadar met with the UN representative earlier today, and he decided to meet with Amiri this evening. So they are meeting right now. Seems like everybody's agreeing that it's just time to go to new elections, except for the framework is saying they'll agree to it under their conditions. Their condition really is what they're trying to say. We have an interim government first, and we want sustaining to run that interim government while we're waiting for the elections and make sure that Al Kazimi doesn't get a second opportunity to run the country. Even if it's not sustaining, they want to pick somebody else. They just don't want it to be Al Kazimi. So that's their negotiating point so far. The other thing they have to negotiate on is do they change their constitution? Do they change the way they vote to a presidential election versus the election that they're using now and automatically giving people certain positions? So they're saying, wow, everybody made the election as possible before it can happen. So we wait to see what happens. Sadar is calling on Al Ghazimi and Selah to dissolve the parliament, do the election, and make it happen in 60 days. Certain legal scholars, especially the framework, them are saying, hey, they don't have that authority anymore because they're a caretaker government and their time has run out. So parliament has to do it, which we already know. At least a third of them have to. Say they want it done, and then the vote has to be half plus one in order for it to take effect. So I think we're going to learn more about that either later tonight after we see what happened in the meeting with Sadar and Amiri or over the weekend as they continue to negotiate. Now, Sadar still has his people in parliament in Parliament, around Parliament, 
in the square. They did do their prayer today. They said hundreds of thousands of people showed up. Hundreds of thousands from all the provinces showed up. And they plan on staying. So again, they set up water, food, vendors, everything. For the long haul, they're setting up a system, everything else. Now, the framework and uh, some committees in Parliament put together a group that said they were going to work with them, instruct them, and tell them what to do and make sure it was peaceful, and they did that. And everything they told them to do, they ignored because Siddhar told them to do something else. So <laughs> just so they would know, you're not in charge of this. I am. And they followed the direction of Siddhar, not the direction of the committee, who is just useless at this point. So price of oil is down to $94. OPEC agreed to release more oil, not much, 100,000 barrels a day, which they say is nothing. But yet, oil went down. But yet, even though everybody said they wouldn't, they did based on conversations with Biden when he was over there. And Saudi Arabia is one of the leaders had agreed, Iraq had already agreed to the other countries. So OPEC said, yeah, we'll do this. But OPEC, remember, though, didn't want to do it because they didn't want to further hurt Russia, which actually would hurt them all because they all lowered their prices, flood the market. It would hurt Russia because even the fact that they're selling at a discount, they would go even lower. They could have easily been the U.S.'s plan. But it's affecting the global economy, as we know. People are happy to see gas prices going down. They know nothing about the dinar, the revaluation, or how it's affecting our rates. They're just happy to see gas prices going down. Hopefully it slows the recession. The recession, in a recession, though. Last month, 585,000, but we're in a recession. Help wanted signs all across the country. I don't know if you guys did what I told you to last time, Wednesday. Get off the call, just drive around your city. Help wanted signs everywhere. How can we be in a recession? People shopping like crazy on Amazon, online, in the malls. But they say we're in a recession. Restaurants can't get enough help. Because people don't want to work. But we're in a recession. I'm just not understanding. Because we're not. But everybody wants us to be. Uh, You know, Treasury did uh, raise the interest rate. They're looking at the housing market. You see people, um, housing is going down. It's not going up. It is, in fact, going down. People aren't buying, which is good for us. Because when the RV happens, 
We get to buy it cheaper, and we get to go do all cash deals, which is going to be great. The rate, I know that's what you guys are concerned about, may not be 581, 781, or 881 to come out with, but we know it will be 381 because it's not going to go any lower than that. It happens. And we still know it's going to go up during that 12 or 30-day period of time for those of you who plan on double dipping. So actually, even though we're stalled right now, because I don't know that it'll happen by the 15th or not, it's time, it's 10 more days. I don't think the world is going to change in 10 days. They're going to agree and do everything. It's possible. And we want to know after today's meeting, they could say, okay. Of course, the framework is going to fight it. We already know that. Not going to agree to it as long as Al Kazimi is in charge. So it's going to have to be a numbers thing. It's going to have to go to a vote. Somebody's going to have to make a decision. They're talking about right now, if it comes down to it, the U.N. making that decision, which means the U.S. is going to make that decision. Now, they appointed Amiri to go talk to Sadar, hoping to appease him by showing him, look, we didn't get rid of Maliki, but we sidelined him. He's not in charge. He's not making any decisions. This is the guy you're going to negotiate with. Amiri instead of Maliki. You know, why might they have done that? Because everybody knows how critical it is right now. Again, like I said on Wednesday, sitting on the powder keg, striking matches, just throwing it at it, seeing what's happening. Because that's what's going on. But here's the other big thing, why they may have removed the Maliki. Not just for Sadar's benefit which was a big portion of it. But again, Iran is supposed to meet with the U.S. They're actually supposed to meet tomorrow to try and finalize once again a deal on the nuclear. Does it have some influence on what's going on? I'm sure it does. Does it have some influence on why Iran would say, okay, let's sideline Maliki. It's more of a problem than it's worth. Let's go over here and make this agreement, and life goes on, which is by Monday what we hope we see. So I had nothing from the bank, guys. Nobody's going to stand by alert. They're not being notified. Everybody's just waiting to see what happens. I had nothing from Iraq because nothing happened. We didn't think it would happen. And they are being told why it didn't happen or the next opportunity for it to happen because everybody's waiting to see what announcements they make coming out of this meeting. So it's going to be interesting. All right, Ray, let's get started. Question. Let's see. Circ uh, 7. What's there to stop the framework from burning it all down if they know there's no winning for them? There's no winning for them. So... They got to keep fighting and try to get something out of it. Why would they burn it all down? When I mean, then they lose everything. Right now, as long as they're negotiating, they can get something out of the deal. 
Iran can hold some kind of little bit of influence because they still need to be partners with Iraq. If they burn it all down, then they're totally out of it, totally. So that doesn't work for them. They're going to come after Maliki and them eventually anyway, and the corrupt, because, again, that's all Sadar's speech was about, going after the corrupt. We're still going to get them for what they did. We're still going to get the money. And that's what the people are voicing today at the uh, beginning, well, before their prayers and after the prayers. So saving as many of their necks as they can is what they get out of it. All right, what's next? Okay, continuing, he says, when this does happen, does financial adjustment really change how you feel day to day? When it does happen, right? Does RV. that mean am I going to be happier every day when I'm richer, or am I going to be the same? I'm trying to understand that. When it does happen, does it change how I feel day to day? Does it change how I feel about life? Does it change how I feel about our government? Does it change how I feel about the country of Iraq? Yeah. All those things will change. I'll still care about the people of Iraq because believe it or not, I feel like I went through this just like they went through it. I understand it. I see it. I see the corruption within it. I know it can easily happen to crash this whole train. So the emotional ups and downs, I've been riding it for 12, 15 years, just like they have. And even afterwards, are we going to, I mean, we'll benefit from the money, but I would hope after 12, 15 years of talking about this, reading about it, being involved in it, that we all care about more than just the money at this point. I mean, you know, we're a democratic nation. Don't we want to see democracy? We're a a fair people for the most part. Don't we want to see everybody else live a fair life? I mean, everywhere we go, have a war, have a fight, have a stand. So it's all about supposedly justice for the people or citizens of that country so not their money can be right, but so their life can be right. I still don't feel that same way. Let me tell you what I like. I like the fact that Kurdistan announced today that their future and their future plans all include their relationship with their sister city. They call it 20. We know we call sister cities. Well, Kurdistan has picked its sister city to be Nashville, Tennessee. That's who they want to operate with, train with, look like. Nashville, Tennessee. That's who they picked because they said Nashville, Tennessee has the greatest number of Kurdistan citizens living in the United States. So they picked that as their sister city and where they want to see changes become. I thought that was big. It was bold. It was an announcement that they're going to concentrate on the U.S. 
after all this happens. Actually, they're coming out with a new five-year plan. Supposed to start now, a new five-year plan. Not that the old five-year plan is going away, but they're creating a new five-year plan effective from this year to the next five. But it's to include all the new rates of factors and the laws that are going into effect. So just from this step on, the old five-year plan, I think is in its third year, second third year. But again, guys, that's nothing that everybody doesn't do. I mean, every city in the United States has a five-year plan, and they don't wait till the fifth year to come up with another five-year plan in the middle of that because their plans overlap so it can continue. Most places, our cities have a 10-year plan. If you guys are ever interested, you want to go down your city and look at it. I've told you guys before, maybe years ago, involving this real estate in most major cities, even more than that, not just major cities, most cities, has a 30-year plan. And it's obvious how the suburbs become the place to live. Within 30 years, everybody in the suburbs with money is moving back to the inner city because they're rebuilding it after 30 years. So it gets all, and then they take all the inner city people and push them out to the suburbs where it's all old at. And they transfer every 30 years, every major city. It's just blatant. You can see it. That's why the poor move in and out, in and out every 30 years because the rich move in and out to the part they're rebuilding. Now let's move over there. We'll give them our old stuff. That's just the way it works. But smart, smart, super smart people because they are like the Chinese, China, actually works on a 100-year plan. Their entire system is built on a 100-year plan, and it's been that way for years. I don't think our country doesn't go out that far. We go out to uh, 50 years. I think it's the match that I've seen, but China goes to 100 years. So will the money change me? Will it change the way I feel? Absolutely. It will change the way everybody feels. Some of us are going to make some huge mistakes because, like they say, money doesn't make you smarter. It just makes you a rich dummy. And it's going to be some rich dummies walking around. We already know that. It's just not going to be TNT people. <laughs> but right. we're well educated, know what to do and how to do it, which will make a difference. But I still hope everybody still, I mean, I hope it affects everybody. Everybody has some humanity left. The feelings, the emotions, just because you have money won't make you king or queen of the world or anything else. Please try to stay humble and bless those who didn't know about this. That was critical what I said. Bless those who didn't know about this. Because I say it all the time. I tell my friends and they laugh and they think I'm joking and their feelings are going to get hurt already none. But I tell everybody, anybody I told about this can't get a dime from me. It's not going to happen. They had the same opportunity I had. Now, all those people who didn't know, 
I intend on helping them build something new. So anyway, hopefully that answers your question because I don't know where it was going, so I just went everywhere. All right, what's next? Yep, sure did. Okay, so I know. <laughs> skin man, skin man asked what's the proper procedure for dissolving parliament, but you addressed that in your opening statements. So that'll take us to 7MMSTW. Last Wednesday, he says he checked a currency converter site, and it said that the IQD may be redenominated. Then the notice was taken down Thursday morning and has not reappeared. Were we really that close, he asked. Anything you might add? All I can tell you is they thought they were. Like I said, they were making announcements over there. They were telling people it's on TV and, and articles. Al-Kazimi did say the rate has been changed. We just can't release it yet. But they were actually being told it was going to happen Wednesday night. So, I mean, I don't know what site you were looking at. A bunch of people expected it. I just didn't. I know they were being told it, but it just didn't make sense under the circumstances for it to actually happen. Not to me, anyway. But, yeah, I guess we were just that close. All right, what's next? All right, we have a pair of sisters. I think they're twins, Yvonne and Elaine, because they're both celebrating their 75th birthday today. Happy birthday, Yvonne and Elaine. I want to wanna wish you a happy birthday I want to wanna help you celebrate I want to wanna wish you lots of presents I want to wanna help you eat your cake If you bossy, bossy, bossy in the island way You'll be jamming all night till the light of day. Your birthday, birthday is your day to shine. Another year and you'll be looking fine. So have a no worries, don't you hesitate. Vegas. Thank you for the the gift that you sent. Um, also, Tony, she sent she sent I don't know if it's to you because it says the envelope says Ms. Oh, is that a Mr. That looks like a MS. Oh no, that's an R. Mr. Tony Renfro. Okay, you'll get it. So she sent something to you also and um it's an unsealed envelope with just your name on it because she said she didn't have your address. So since I do have your address here, I'll, I'll write your address up here. And there's postage already on the envelope, so there's a pretty good chance you're going to get this one pretty soon. I know. I was going to say, I, I look forward to it at Christmas. <laughs> so so you, you'll get that one. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're going to go to live callers. Um, one other quick announcement. Um, guys, we're going to be in the Detroit, Michigan area doing a training session on the 21st of August. That's in a couple of weeks on a Sunday morning, 10 o'clock. If you um, are in the vicinity and want to attend that training session, you want more information, go into the forum. It's at the very top. Just click on the, the uh, thread in the forum, and it will give you all the detailed information for those who 
may be interested. So let's talk to our first live caller. Well, the first one dropped. We'll go to the second one. 386 area code, you are on. Um, good morning and good afternoon, gentlemen. Greetings. How are you today? Good morning. Fantabulous. I'm super fantastic. degree. Well, uh, Ray, let me ask you a question. When do you think this thing is going to actually go? <laughs> oh, my God. I think I'm it's asking you better than go. Tony. I think it's going to actually go five minutes after they call us and tell us it's live. <laughs> you call that a good guess? <laughs> yeah, I'm guessing that's when they're going to do it. About five minutes after it goes live, they'll call us and give us 800 numbers. That's what I'm thinking. Okay. Tony, when do you think this will go? <laughs> a week or two or three? I, I don't know. Look, in all honesty, guys, I mean, I know they were shooting for the 15th. And they were hoping, you know, things were a little bit different. They had the government going, and we could get this done by the 15th, one way or the other. I don't know that's still the goal because nobody is saying anything um, this week. Again, I called the banks. They're not being told anything. My exchanges aren't hearing anything because nobody knows. It's a powder keg sitting there if it is. I mean, they still know it's going to happen. Like Al Kasimi said, well, the rate is sitting there. Everything's sitting there. We just need to know what's going to happen with this government or this country first before it can be released. So I don't know. Let's see what happens in the meeting this afternoon with Sadar and Amiri. And if they do come to a simple, easy solution to do it over with, we could still see it probably by the end of the month. I don't know about the 15th. But once they set the date for the election, decide who's going to run the country in the meantime, I think they could go through with this. Go ahead. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a good day, and God bless everybody. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. 209 area code. You are on. Good morning and good afternoon. You actually just answered my question about the 15th and also the one on Nashville. Um, I did want to say last Wednesday was my 74th birthday, and I was on Q&A, and my call got dropped, but not because of you guys. So this is for Walt. Walt, on the 209 and the 360, I was going off the island on a very famous bridge, and that's when my call dropped. And I was hoping it was going to happen on my birthday. And the other thing was, uh, Ray, I've been sending in a left little icon that you've been using, and I've donated three times. And I just realized at 2 o'clock this morning, I never put my phone number on it. So would you still know it was me? Oh, yes. I know it's you. Okay, so I don't have to Thank you very much. Right. Anyway, guys, thank you so much. Uh, out of nine to eight years, my birthday fell on the twice. Out of the nine years, I've been listening to you guys. So Ooh, thank you. A belated That's happy that. birthday. Thank you. Thank you for everything you've done. I appreciate it. Okay. Happy birthday. Want me to sing to you? Pardon? Say no. So you want me to say? <laughs> just say no, no, you guys, that's fine. <laughs> After 74 years, it's just another day. <laughs> I was hoping the RV was going to happen on my birthday this time. Thank you, guys. 
Bye. Okay. All right. Bye. Happy birthday. Thank you. Three, <laughs> three five two area code. You're on. Hey, what's up, fellas? Hey, Tony, right, you kind of you kind of touched on uh, uh, one of the questions. But, you know, I think there's three situations where we could have had an RV by now. One, if it didn't happen. Two, if it would have happened. If Donald Trump wouldn't have done away with the nuclear deal, I think we would have had an RV by now. And and, 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 it, would, it, and, and it was just, not, just the United States that was involved in that. And also, number two, I think it's Kazimi. I mean, am I saying that, Kazimi? Had he ran, yeah. <laughs> you know, had he had he got back in there and ran for re-election because I think at the time he said he wasn't going to do it. I think he would have won outright because I think the people like him, and, and now he just might wind up as a caretaker government. And number three, if Sadar wouldn't have give have, wouldn't have given the framework forty days to waste like they did, and he him and his people stayed in there and formed the government. I think we would have had an RV by now. What do you think about those three situations? Okay. So if um, Trump had done away with the nuclear deal, what would have changed? Uh, Iraq still would have been, I mean, Iran still would have been um, taking everything they can from Iraq even with the sanctions, because there was nobody there to stop them. Now, but they would have been less dependable, right? Let me answer. Does that make them fight harder to keep things the way they were? Yeah, because that was their only livelihood, period. But I think even if the nuclear deal was there, they still would have took everything they could have taken from because that's what they did. But then they were forced to do it. So it's a possibility things could have, or maybe they wouldn't have fought as hard if they had another route, but they didn't. So I can't say that it's the only thing that stopped the RV because they were building their influence anyway. Um, and and just like stopping a nuclear deal affecting it, the fact that we agreed and pulled our soldiers out of Iraq to start with affected it. And that was on Obama. Even though it did, even though he was trying to give them time to grow up and be self-sufficient, it didn't work. They're right. They needed that leadership. They needed that guidance from the U.S. They even needed us to go in and control it because by us leaving is what let Iran come in anyway and get the foothold that they got to start with. They wouldn't even be there if we hadn't left and things could have been different. Maliki wouldn't have got away with all the stuff that he got away with if we hadn't left. So if we're playing the if game, but the same token, we know Obama did it to try to let them grow up and learn how to run their own country, but it didn't work. Somebody else was coming there took it from us. Okay, U.S., if you don't want it, we'll take it, and we'll tell them what to do. If you don't want to tell them what to do, we'll tell them what to do. So there were two mistakes along that route to going in there. As far as what Sadar was doing, Sadar knew he was in the right. They had the they had the vote. He was right. That was the rule. At the time he was right. He was able to change the government, except for the fact that 
Maliki had bought their judicial system. He had put all of them in place. It's like putting, you know, all of them on the Supreme Court. Well, of course, they're going to do what he wants them to do because that's what they did. And that's what happens when you have the majority on a Supreme Court or or judicial system. They do what that guy who put them up there or that party put them up there wants them to do. And that's what happened. So Sadar didn't just get out to say, okay, I'm out. He's out because he said, I can't win. It's a stacked game. They put that okay. against. I got the framework over there. I got the court. I can't beat both of them. So let me do this. Let me step back and show both of them that they can't beat me. <laughs> But it was a chess game, back and forth. But with Siddhar doing what he's done and the way he did it, what he did do was build up the confidence of the people. And the only way he was already won, it gave me even more. He exposed Maliki. He exposed the judicial system. He came out and publicly said the things that they have done and what they caused. I said, it's all a chess game back and forth. And then he said, you know what? If you think you can do it, do it, which they couldn't. But what is something I've been saying for years, telling everybody? You got to go through it to get to it. And he had to go through that and prove it to them and the entire international community before he could be where he is today. Okay, now let me bring the people back into the picture because this is where the real power is. So, no, I think things had to go through what they did in order for us to get here. Because once the judicial system got involved and they were going to change all the rules to whatever Maliki wants, so that I knew there was no other way but take it to the streets. All right, what's next? Let me reiterate something that I said earlier. You blame President Obama for taking the troops out, but understand President Obama had no so, choice. That was keep a it questions. Keep it to questions, huh? okay? Not debate. Okay, well, just, this is Q and A. Okay. okay. Well, All right. Thank okay. you, sir. But anyway, uh, uh, right, no, no, no. I got another question. And I got to get onto somebody else. You've already hit four. Okay. <laughs> we only have fifteen <laughs> minutes left. Thank huh? you, sir. Oh, okay. But let me let me say right. this real quick, Greg. Obama always had a choice. Just because they wanted us to leave, don't mean he did. We haven't left yet. We still have people there, and it shouldn't have been made so easy. But he did it. Not just to leave them high and dry, but to give them a chance to grow up and become a self-governed country. It just didn't work out that way. All right, okay. what's next? Three six zero, you're on. <laughs> well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray. It's Walt. Hey, sir. Hey, Walt. How are you? Hey. Oh man, it's I'm sitting outside. It's seventy degrees, which is cooler than it's been and it's lovely and i'm sitting outside puffing on a cigar and um i'm i'm going to uh suggest a couple of one thing anyway since uh, i think we all can think of more questions as we go along and probably will will please people if we maybe limit it to two because that's uh that's two is a good even number yes sir just a suggestion um I, I first want to uh, tie in a couple of things um, to 
the shadow culture uh, of politics in Iraq that was posted on the forum is is something that everybody who can get a look at that should look at it because it's a great explanation of how things worked over there. And I, I think in, in all fairness, um, there was no way that letting them find their own way was going to be possible. And this article explains that. So I guess my, my thought is, is that when we're wondering about how this thing is going to get taken care of, the entire framework is crooked. They all are. The families that take care of other members of their families and so forth, and it's all spread around. So I, I think that that's a, that's a huge thing that has to be dealt with, and that won't be an easy task, as you pointed out, Tony. So I guess I, I go back to one of, one of my questions from a, a while back, and that do you still think that there can be a peaceful transition without having a civil war in Iraq? Because when people are going to hang, and everybody in, in the framework, they're all crooks. So that means that Kazemi's going to have to go over or go after all of them. Don't you think they would fight at that point? Yeah, here's the thing. Well, first of all, uh, I want to congratulate you on your morning because it sounds like you're living that Tony life. That's a good life. I like <laughs> you're my hero. <laughs> you're my hero. So let me congratulate you on that. Now, the second thing is we're right. We know it. They know it, and, and they're announcing it, guys. We know where you want to go, but it's easier said than done. This is not going to be easy to transform, not the country, because the people know what they want, but it's to weed out the corrupt the government in Iran. Yeah, that's the goal, but it's not going to happen overnight, and everybody needs to realize it's not going to happen overnight. But the point is to get it started with the right people in there. And it's not to cause them, listen, once the framework loses, once Al Kazimi's back in there, if that's who it is, or Sadar, and they're saying we're going with the new um, presidential election cycle or the new Democratic committee, and we're going to wear they lose all their power. You'll see they're going to start running out the country left and right because that means now we're clear to go after Iran is saying, okay, we're exiting. The U.S. has removed the sanctions. We don't need you guys as much as we do. We made a deal with you already on electricity and that, and that's really all we need to do as countries because now we're open to all the other countries and we can go back and get our money that we were getting. So there's less fight in Iran to try to control Iraq, which is going to leave all those corrupt people on their own. And, and here the bottom line is the people. If Kazimi stays, and I keep saying Kazimi because so far he's the only one who's shown any direction for change, 
because I've been watching this thing as the positive change. But if he gives them that new rate, if he gives them those new laws, if they get their food services laws, they'll start actually getting jobs and contracts them. There's no power on the earth that's going to stop the people from defending him, the government, and the framework will fall by the wayside. And they know that. They already know that. Why they've been fighting so hard. And while some of them, you'll see Hakeem, Amiri, some of the others are changing their points of view and agreeing with Sadar right now. We agree. Let's do it over. Let's change the system. We agree. Maliki is the one fighting. I remember, yeah, but how do we agree? Some of his top guys who know that Al is coming after them are the ones saying, we don't want him to get a second chance to run the country because they know he will come after them because that's been the plan the whole time. They'll say, we'll put somebody in there. We want to do interim government, but they want to be able to choose who it is for that next year, year and a half. Why? Shut down all the investigations. Shut down all the research so they can do it in that time frame and then say, oh, let's just forget it. Let's just move on. Because that's what they do. But as far as peaceful, absolutely, if the people get what they want, and that's what this is all about right now, giving them not everything, but just a start. That's what Sadar said. Hey, guys, I came back into the vote in January, February, because you told me you were going to agree to get uh, get rid of the militia. You were going to agree to remove the corrupt out of your party. You were, and you did none of that. <laughs> none of that. Even though you got me back in, I ran, and I won, you still did none of that. So this time, I don't want to hear it. I want to see it. And if you don't do it, we're going to continue doing what we're doing. So it's going to be a little bit different. But with just the numbers, I think they can do it without a civil war because it makes sense. I don't care which side you're on. I don't care if you're a Democrat or you're a Republican. But if the world changes, everybody got jobs, gas goes down, everybody's getting their benefits, why am I going to go fight for this one guy that's corrupt? Does that make sense to anybody? I know he's corrupt. I know these 12 guys are corrupt. Everything's working. The world's in harmony. Why do I go and destroy it for these 12 guys who could give a rat, you know what, about what really happens to me? They're just fighting for themselves? That's what they're going to say about the framework. I mean, why? So I don't see the Civil War if we start seeing a change, which I think even the framework, and more importantly, the independents have now agreed with Sadar it's time for a change. Yeah, I, that's that's fair. That's fair. Um, the other, the last thing, the other thing uh, is um, with regards to the, you know China's hundred-year plan and so forth. I don't think that they planned on what Russia has done and how now ultimately they could be faced in a similar situation of taking over what the world perceives as an independent state, even though they've never claimed that they were, 
meaning the, the Chinese have never uh, acquiesced and said, yeah, they're an independent country, because uh, they're not, and they won't be independent until either one of two things change, the hierarchy of the Communist Party in, in China uh, or a war that ultimately will, I'm just saying my opinion, uh, that that would that would lead to us cutting China off completely. And I just don't think that, that Europe would, uh, would continue with them as well. Uh, that's just my point. Do you think there's any validity to that, or is it wishful thinking? Okay. So are we talking about Taiwan, or are we talking about Iraq? No, we're talking about Taiwan. Okay. <laughs> no, because it's I'll all tied sure in. Everybody's looking at look. them for help. Yeah, I'm going to say, Ray will cut you off. But anyway, I want to make sure everybody knows we changed subjects first of all. But listen, right. listen, and it's a good subject because it affects the global economy and it affects Iraq because it's there. And I'm going to put both of them in there. China <laughs> trying to influence Iraq, but they're doing it just like the U.S. normally does, confessions of an economic hitman. They, they've decided to economically, let's see if we can control the company. Let's give them $10, 20000000000 billion like everybody did in order for the RV to happen, that we weren't part of it. But we get to control it because it's not a GCR. It's just us and them. Let's build these thousand schools that they want businesses and opportunities but we're building with our people and Iraq is giving them the lion's share out of all the jobs, the income, everything else, but they're building good relations economically bringing their banks in and they're doing it the right way as far as their effect with Iraq. With Taiwan guys, you gotta look at it Taiwan and China is like Crimea was with Russia. We're going to say all the right things. Taiwan, we love you, we keep you, respect you, everything else. But if China comes in there and starts taking over your country, we're not going to war, guys. That doesn't even make sense. We're not going to create World War III or a nuclear war over a little island. That's not going to happen. That we get absolutely nothing from that controls no economy in the world, and the only our only benefit is we love the people. There, there's no reason to go to war. We want, you know, it's based on a moral code, or just the fact democracy, and they are a democracy because they left communism. We don't want to see them take over, but if China does it. All we're going to do is be mad for a little while, just like we did when Russia took over Crimea. Now, the fact that Russia's trying to take over the whole Ukraine is something different. But if you just carving out a little island, a little territory, we're going to talk about it, but we're not going to fight for it. I mean, that just doesn't make sense. Hmm. All right. Okay. Yep, I uh, asked old Ray, Ray for my indiscretion. I just wanted to say what a great choice of music that you did uh, when we were waiting really? for the other. Really? Thank you, oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. I, I feel I so sorry sometimes. sometimes. <laughs> I was bleeding here, and I had to stop. <laughs> All right. Thank you, sir. 
say is we got to start praying here (laughs) i really don't have any questions but thank you for your thoroughness and thank you for hanging with this thing uh i will just ask this quick question um how quickly do you get the gist that the united nations a la the united states will step in and take care of this if the uh, meeting that's taking place right now doesn't get some traction under it they won't. And this is why the UN went to the framework. She went to the framework. She went to Sadar. Everybody's saying, guys, you need to work it out because if it actually gets to the street, then we're coming back in. That's it. We're just going to come back in because the country is too valuable to the region and to us to let you guys just totally destroy. So this is your opportunity right now to work it out and cause change because we come back Al-Kazimi stays Selah stays we'll do it for another year and a half change the role see if we can take some people out and then if you're ready but we'd rather you guys do it it looks better it looks better for the international community and for the people to see that their own leadership came to a conclusion but everybody knows in the end where it's at if you let it turn into October 2019, then you all lose. Because now we're back in charge again. Right. So my question is, how much time do you think they're going to give them to continue to dilly around if they don't get something done? They're going to give them until the people start burning stuff down in the street. I got it. That's the line. So, yeah, negotiate as long as you want. Talk, be doing something. But the minute they start what they did in 2019, you all lose. So, got it. Alrighty. Thank you, sir. Have a great weekend, all right. guys. Okay. Thank you, sir. 972. Hello, fellas. Danny in Dallas. Hey, Danny. How are you? Hey, man. How you doing? Hey. Ah, sweating a lot. I'm in the sunshine doing vinyl siding. I can't get under this house to get cool, so I'm going to have to stay on the outside. All right, information. Um, you, it sounds like you're personally blowing off the 15th. It just seems too tight, and I understand. Uh, these, these are familiar situations that we're uh, walking through. I am... At least uh, from my perspective, I am still on board, and I buy when I can. I didn't uh, understand exactly about your it's not a recession thing, Tony, but, you know, different classes of people have different perspectives. Us down here on the bottom, <laughs> it, it's kind of kind of tough at times. But I won't belabor that point because the good times are coming, right? Encourage me. Yeah. Good times are actually coming. But, Danny, I actually want to talk about it. Hold on a second. I'm trying to understand it myself. I'm like everybody else. I just don't understand how we could be in a recession. And every time we get on this call, you tell me you're working. 
You got a new job. Well, you doing something? Where's the money coming from? We're in a recession. Let me explain that. Let me okay. explain that. Those that want to work can't find enough time to take off because they're working. It's just the way it is. It is a recession. Now I'm doing all right, but uh, I'm just one of, of uh, one of a few. And it's not that uh, things are plentiful. I, I heard people talking about. Talking, talking about we all we've all got enough, we got enough, and that's true for the most part. But before before this time, we had more than enough, and the more than enough is what we're lonesome for, we're looking back on and wishing. And uh, part of that is just a natural tendency of us to be concerned about the future. But our future, right, is going to be up significantly better. You mentioned buying cash homes. I'd like to have one you're, around you're every out beach. <laughs> yeah, our future is significantly better, though. But, again, you know, there, there's not long lines of <clears throat> unemployment office. There's not long lines of people trying to get food stamps or food. There's not businesses shutting down all across the country. We don't see any of the stuff that you see in a recession. I see a lot of well, job opportunities, a lot of help wanted signs, and nobody answering the call. I'm just saying, how are these people surviving if they're not working? I don't understand. They are, but they're not even they looking under, for jobs. That's the problem. <laughs> because disease is upon us. This will pass. Months from now, we don't want this same situation. We want much, much better situations, and we may be the catalyst for that. And that's what I'm hoping for. So, Me too. Ted Gummett, let's, get it, let's get it going. <laughs> Thank you, fellas. Danny's got to go uh, back to work. Right. See you Thank later. You, sir. All right. Gee, Thank bye you, bye. sir. Appreciate it. <laughs> 610, Erico, you're on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray. And good morning, Tony. It is G-Man NPA. Hey, G-Man, when uh, Walt was telling me about his morning, I was thinking, I wonder if G-Man having the same type of morning that Walt is having. Well, uh, not exactly. Not exactly. It's um, quite a bit warmer out here. But with the heat index, we're about up to 103 today. Oh. So it's, okay, it's then. quite a bit warmer. <laughs> But All right, summertime. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. In the interest of time here, I'm going to keep it short. And, Ray, thanks for filling in for me on Wednesday. Thank you very much. So yes, here sir. We go. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony used to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com, clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro. 
P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're making out those checks and money orders, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. This way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here instructions and follow the prompts as you go through. In the area where you type in your name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, and in that same area, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you've typed in your debit or credit card information, at the bottom of the page is that blue pay key. After you have clicked on that blue pay key, stay on the page for a second or two. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, Thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Again, thank you to both of your families for continuing to share you with us and make it a dynamite weekend. Thank you, gentlemen. All right, right, thank Thank you you so much. much. All right, you're very, very welcome. Okay. I'm going to do a special shout-out to Jump27, Judy. did receive your message. So if you're listening, just want to let you know the mail made it through and did get your message. That's to Jump27, Judy. All right, sir, we're past the bottom half of the hour. It's time to crank this one up and head them on out. Okay, so what's happening in Detroit? Who can attend? The training class. I'm doing a training session in Detroit on Sunday the 21st. And it's in the form for anyone in that area, in the Michigan area, or if it's not too far for you to drive in, if you want to come to that class, it's available. Just go into the form. It's at the very top. Just click on that link, training meeting. All the detailed information is right there. All right. All right, guys, um, no bad news, no bad news. We know it didn't happen Wednesday night. We knew that at midnight. We knew it after the sun went down. I really didn't expect it, and I told you guys that on Wednesday because it didn't make sense to me. But we know it's still there. We know the rate is still, uh, uh, price of gas is still over, I mean, oil is still over the $80 they said they needed to do it at $95 today. But it's the lowest it's been, I think, in the last six months, which we're okay with. This is still above the range. You know, Al Kazemi came out and told them there was a new rate. This hasn't been made public. And we now know that even though Sadar said on Wednesday he wasn't going to talk to the framework, nothing to talk to him about, he's actually in a meeting with Amiri right now. To discuss that and 
what he wants versus what they want. See, can they come to a compromise? And we don't know. We may be on the track to seeing this thing overcome Monday morning, but not soon. The main point, I think, they're going to have to get over is, does Al-Kazimi stay or does he go? Who's going to run that interim government while the new elections are being set up? And then under what guidelines? So it's still a way to go to get the rules. They can agree to have it. So, yep, it's going to happen. And in a week, two weeks, or whatever it is, these are the guidelines we're going to operate by. And those are the things they're negotiating probably today, tomorrow, and over the weekend. But, again, the RV is still there. It's still coming. They uh, put out this morning that they were number 114 among the richest country, countries in the world. How can they consistently call themselves one of the richest countries in the world if they're going to maintain this rate or put 50% of their people in poverty? They can't. And we all know that. So it's just a time thing. We're just biding our time. Hopefully, you're doing what I've been telling you for years and years. Is getting more dong every week. It's not more dinar. But if you can't afford the dinar, get the dong. You should be getting richer and richer every week. That's what these opportunities are giving us. A chance to get richer and richer. As long as they keep dragging it out because we know it's going to happen. So, in the meantime, in between time, if anything happens, we'll tweet it out. We'll put it in the form. Well, we'll do a call. That's what we need to do. So what you need to do is do what I'm going to do. Enjoy the rest of your day, your weekend. Be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic. All right, Ray. All right, ladies and gents. That's going to do it for this fantabulous Earth Friday. Let's see what happens over the weekend. We'll be back on Marvelous Earth Monday. You keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going On those days when I feel like giving up
And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. We are out of here. Enjoy your weekend.